Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the WREL Daily Download. I'm Jack Hagel. Job vacancies across state government have left a growing North Carolina with spotty services. Filling the jobs has been a tall order in the state's strong job market. So state agencies are trying new ways to recruit and retain workers. And they're hoping legislators approve a budget that will boost pay for state employees. WREL state government reporter Paul Spey wrote about the issue at WREL.com, and he joins us now. Paul, welcome back. Thanks for having me. State government jobs used to be highly coveted, but you report that the state is having a hard time filling those openings. What's going on? Right. So uh, they're having a tough time competing with businesses in the private sector, especially at the lower level jobs. And so what this has led to is uh, some problems that the public even sometimes runs into, right? Senior living facilities, they don't have enough support care for their seniors there. You know, people taking on more shifts uh, at the DMV, you know, there's sometimes months long backups for appointments. And then um, we also spoke to uh, the state highway patrol and they say they do have enough troopers to cover our state. They wish they had more. They could use more to just sort of fill some gaps to make sure they catch speeders, they can catch drunk drivers, things of that nature. And people in, in, in multiple departments say they've never seen the vacancy rate this high. So how bad is the problem? Uh, you pulled some data. What did the data show you? Right. We looked at every state agency that North Carolina has and found that vacancies in at least a dozen of those departments are at 10-year highs. And this comes as the state is growing. We're one of the fast, I mean, we're one of the most appealing states, not to brag or anything like that, but I mean, people come here all the time and the government cannot keep up with the rate of growth. Yeah, you also say that, uh, that these agencies haven't really even grown in those past 10 years. So we're, we're seeing big vacancies and agencies that aren't growing in a population that's exploding. Exactly. That's, that's what I'm getting at is the government cannot grow and provide services, more services, as fast as the state is growing, as, as big as the population is getting. And so, and, and take the Department of Transportation. They had 2,500 openings at the start of the fiscal year, and that's up 30% from the middle of 2019. That's before the pandemic hit. So that's a huge deal, and it slows things down. And they're having trouble uh, filling these holes, particularly at entry-level positions. You spoke with other agencies, too, including one that saw uh, an enormous increase in job openings. Tell us about that. Right. That's the healthcare department, the health department, I should say. They had uh, over... 4,000 openings at the start of the fiscal year, and that's almost twice what they had in the middle of 2019 back before the pandemic again. And what they're seeing in their case is burnout. Pay is, a, is an issue across almost every agency, but in theirs in particular, burnout is a bigger contributing factor. If you're in that industry as well, you have more places to go. North Carolina has pharmaceutical industries, hospitals, other healthcare providers, and if you're not getting paid at a, a decent amount and you're putting up with hard conditions, then uh, it's going to be easier for you to jump ship. 
you spoke with Health Secretary Cody Kinsley. He was pretty candid with you. Yeah, he, we had several people offer us some very insightful comments, but Kinsley in particular has sort of been making the rounds lately saying, look, our department cannot sustain this. We cannot provide the level of service that we're obligated to provide for seniors, for people in psychiatric care that receive other health services from the state government that they're expected to receive. He spoke at a legislative breakfast recently where he told legislators the same thing. This is a really important moment. And if we don't expand what we offer to people in terms of salary, in terms of bonuses, retention bonuses, if we don't become more flexible, it can get worse. State government jobs have been appealing for a long time in part because they offer good benefits, retirement, things like that. And so there are some people who stay for quite a while, you know, 20, 25, 30 years. Here's the problem with that. More than 25% of the health department is now going to be of retirement age within the next five years. If they all retire at the same time, imagine how that would complicate this vacancy problem even further. That's why Kinsley said this is a really important moment here where it's not just attracting workers, it's keeping them and it's passing along knowledge that some longtime employees have built up over the years. So this isn't just about putting more money in people's pockets and getting people into seats. It's really about the continuity of these departments. Right. And making sure that they function properly for years to come. You don't want to have this void of institutional knowledge where, okay, we, we have the workers now, but we don't have the know-how to make things go smoothly. You also spoke with William Lasseter. He's a deputy secretary at the Department of Public Safety. Now, he's been in juvenile justice for almost 25 years, and he offered you some perspective. What did he tell you? He said in their department in particular, they, there's a process for interviewing people to work with these kids, if I'll call them that. They're in the juvenile justice system. All of them have been convicted of a crime or accused of committing a crime, and many of them suffer from mental illness. Lots of them are just sort of products of their environment growing up. They have issues. They need help. They need therapy. And the direct care jobs that they have in this particular division, you know, it takes a special kind of person, right? And so they have trouble recruiting for it. And then when they do find people who might be interested, it takes them a while to go through the background check system to run their their resume up the ladder and to make sure they have basically the emotional maturity to even do it. And he said last year, I believe it was, they interviewed more than 200 people at one of their facilities. Only 12 stuck around through the entire process because A, they either weren't interested or B, they were picked off by other employers in the time that it took the government to vet them. And so this is a huge problem for them. They're having to pull people in from white collar jobs, if you will, to even just walk the floors, to have enough people in these facilities monitoring to make sure they're safe. It's an all hands on deck situation for them. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll hear what the state is doing to fill these openings. Stick around. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Welcome back to the WREL Daily Download. We're talking with WREL state government reporter Paul Spey about the high number of job vacancies in state government. Paul, the state isn't alone in struggling to find workers. This problem is not unique to North Carolina, although people say that the salary ranges that are offered by the government are a little outdated, a little antiquated. That's not that unique to state governments across the country. And even the private sector is having trouble filling jobs. I think some of our colleagues, Keely Arthur with Five on Your Side, talked to restaurant owners and other people like that who are really struggling to get people, particularly in those entry-level jobs. When everyone's competing for jobs and there's not enough workers, these workers at the entry level who are making $15 an hour, $16, $20, whatever, $15 to $20 an hour, they can pick and choose. They can choose a job that doesn't require you to deal with difficult people, you know, maybe at the DMV. They can pick a job that isn't as low paying as DOT is compared to the private sector when it comes to construction. They don't have to wait tables. They can really work their way to either higher wages or less physically demanding jobs at a time like this. North Carolina is attracting a lot of companies. And so I would imagine there's competition for things like accountants and things like IT professionals. Right. People say that the state is behind in that regard, too. DOT was telling us, their HR person was telling us that even they sort of have to look over their shoulder or private companies coming after their engineers. So in a way, the state's success is almost um, the reason for its problems. How come it can't compete? Well, it's not as flexible as the private sector. Oftentimes, you know, the state budgets are passed every year and there's a lot of rigmarole with that and there's it's often drawn out. And then when the pay scales are set, they tend to be inflexible. They are set in stone. You, you Typically, a person who is applying for X job will be paid 50 to 70 and no more. By contrast, the private sector can do things, do things that are necessary to attract the job candidate that they want. That can mean going above the pay scale. That can mean offering more vacation time. That can mean offering bigger bonuses. And so the state government is always going to be competing or historically has competed with the private sector with one hand tied behind the back. So I, I think everybody knows that money can solve a lot of problems. Is there any chance that state legislators will pass a budget that will give state workers more money? They've said they want to. Phil Berger, the Senate leader, leader of the Republicans there, says that something has to be done because these vacancies just keep popping up. And, you know, a lot of people thought that after COVID was over, things might go back to normal. They have not. They did give them pay bumps in the last budget. They also gave some departments flexibility. If state agencies do want a particular candidate or if they're afraid of losing someone that, that is key to their department, they can file paperwork and go above that to try to get approval to offer more than the pay scale allows. That is allowed. It's uncommon. It's something that can be done. So while these departments wait on legislators to sort of figure out the budget, what are they doing in the meantime to recruit and retain 
employees. Well, some of these agencies have a pot of money they can use for referral bonuses, retention bonuses, things like that, new bonuses that are outside the pay scale. If you think about sports, these types of bonuses wouldn't fall within the salary cap. They're paid outside of that so that these teams don't, thinking about the NFL or hockey or whatever, they don't go above the cap. And that's sort of what's happening here is if they think that they need to, they can offer someone these bonuses. They can also afford them more remote work time. They can do creative things like that to try to make the jobs maybe a little more appealing than their competition in the private sector. And then as far as recruitment goes, um, some of them are getting creative. I'm thinking about the Department of Transportation, Amanda Olive. She's the HR director, I believe is her title there. And she's telling us that they are about to start a new pilot program in high schools. About 51 districts signed up for a summer program that would help high school students sort of transition into transportation jobs. Now, my understanding, uh, this is off the top of my head, is that they're anywhere from construction to engineering, but it would offer them a glimpse of that kind of career uh, and sort of walk them along. She said there there are short programs, there are longer programs, Um, but it's something that uh, they're working with the Department of Education on and that they're really excited about. So uh, with that, the, (laughs) the strategy is, If you're not getting the people currently in the job pool, go around them, go to the very bottom and uh, sort of get a leg up on the competition before they even enter uh, the job pool at all. So is any of this working, the the bonuses, the flexible work arrangements? Well, uh, Joe Lucas of the state's uh, HR department says they're seeing some signs that they're working, but uh, she didn't provide us with any numbers. We can't say for sure that, you know, these efforts are in the process of saving the government from this problem. And so it's sort of a wait and see game, you know, and we have to be patient in some cases, like with the DOT's uh, summer program, that'll obviously take time uh, to see whether or not they can get uh, new workers out of that summer high school program. Those kids are probably a year or more away from even entering the job pool, but time will tell. I know that you'll be following it. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. That's WREL state government reporter Paul Spey. Check out his article on the state's job dilemma at nccapital.com. I'm Jack Hagel. Thanks for joining us, and thanks for listening to the WREL Daily Download and for making us part of your morning routine. Another great way to get WREL news is the Morning Briefing Newsletter. It's a daily email with triangle news, events, and headlines to help you get ready for the day. Sign up at wrel.com newsletter. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.